How are you guys doing today? My name is Vincent. And I'm Francis. And I'm glad you could join us today for some late night chill vibes, the podcast where philosophy, life, and existing as human beings can become a casual discussion. In this episode, we will be talking about immunity. Uh, we'll be talking about the big C, COVID-19. <laughs> we'll be talking about general immunity, uh, being an absolute tardigrade of a person. If you don't know what that is, it's like a, it's like a little thing that can survive in space. Really resilient. Um, and we'll talk about being rewarded for taking life's shit. All right, Francis, let's start vibing, shall we? Let's do it. It's been a while since we um, made an episode for the podcast. You know, it's been like a month and a half, I think. Yes. So, you know, trying to get like get back into the flow of things. Um, but real quick, how how was your Christmas and New Year's break, your holidays break? It was okay. I'd say uh, it was uh, very anticlimactic in a lot of ways. Just like sat down a lot, laid in bed a lot, watched a lot of movies and shows. Didn't really get around to doing what I uh, intended to do, but that's okay. I feel like break should be meant to take a break. Yeah. And I tried uh, Jack Daniels for the first time. I think I oh, oh! Yeah, I watched I watched a YouTube video about how it was made. And I was telling other people uh, before this that I just wanted to pay my respects to Jack Daniels in some way for like knowing what what the liquor goes through. <laughs> it goes through like wood chips and then it goes in a barrel. So it's like so much wood that it passes through that I just I don't know I just I felt like I had to drink it and then it tasted really really bad i'm not really whiskey person, but, uh, <laughs> <laughs> you told me it goes good with sprite so i think i'm gonna try that next yeah whiskey whiskey and i don't know my go-to has always been whiskey and coke um like whenever or like rum and coke rum and coke is always a good choice too uh yeah my my holidays was actually pretty decent you know obviously i didn't you know we didn't get to do anything big usually we had like family from other towns come and you know we'd have a party you know like the typical filipino party you know like with all the coins <laughs> tossed in the air and like karaoke and all that stuff. <laughs> yes. But um, yes. yeah, we kind of did that. We did like games and karaoke, but without like the extended family, just within our little house. And our cousin, my cousin from the Philippines, finally got through to Canada right, so he can do school here. Uh, he did quarantine and everything, so he was all safe. But yeah, that was pretty much the highlight of my holidays. So it wasn't too amazing. Yeah. Smaller than <laughs> usual, I guess. Oh, that sounds really good. I haven't done that coin toss thing in a long time. <laughs> I it know. It's hectic though. I know. You guys don't I love know, that. Like, uh, actually, you could explain it because I haven't done it in a long time, and I feel like well, I do it justice. Usually, it's, simple, it's but. usually on Christmas Eve, like right when it strikes midnight, or it's like usually best when it's New Year's Eve and right when it strikes midnight for the New Year. Someone just like throws a whole bunch of coins, like a handful <laughs> of coins, into the air, hits the ceiling, comes raining down, and everyone's just fighting for coins because like. <laughs> It's kind of like a tribute to like what life was like in Philippines. Like you'd have to battle for everything, you know what I mean? Like it's kind of like a metaphor, like a symbol in a way, that, that coin toss. I've always found it that way. I think I'm looking too deep into it, but you know, that's just how, how my brain works. Oh but, yeah. damn. Yeah, um, I didn't know that. I thought it was just a fun way to get <laughs> I don't know, your kids to fight or, <laughs> or something. <laughs> it pretty much is. It pretty much is. Um but yeah that 
without like digging too deep into that and how it connects to this episode, I just we should first talk about immunity, like what, why we thought of this episode. And the first thing that comes to mind for many people when they click into this episode might be COVID. Um, and so I kind of want to like get your thoughts. Like, what are your thoughts on this vaccine that came out and has been people have been vaccinated by it? I'll be honest. I have no idea what is going on. I don't really watch the news, so I know that it came out. I know that uh, it's been mass produced because I've I've seen clips of like it rolling off the production line. Like a lot of people are gonna get it. Um, I know it's in demand because nobody wants COVID, obviously. Uh, but other than that, no idea what's going on about it. I hope everybody gets it. Like yeah, that's where you stand. Like, yeah, yeah. I hope everybody gets it. I hope like people understand that it does. Uh, go into your system and prevents COVID from wreaking havoc uh, if it ever comes into your system. And uh, yeah, it's as simple as that. Like, Yeah, I, so there's so many, I can understand why people are scared of getting the vaccine, you know, because there is common cold. There's a common cold that doesn't really have a cure yet, but it's kind of difficult for the common cold. And like, we can talk about that later, but my stance on a COVID vaccine is I'll admit that I'm kind of scared. Like if they text me and they're like, yeah, you can get the vaccine. I'm kind of hesitant, but in the end, I do want everyone to get the vaccine in the end. I don't know how soon that'll be, but I think it'd be the safest way rather than, um, you know, kind of guessing it or letting it pass. But yeah, that's where I stand. I will say I'm scared of needles though. Dude, I've dude. never, <laughs> I, I I won't be afraid to uh, admit it, but I am afraid of needles. I, I didn't used to be because um, ever since like, ever since college, actually, uh, my first year we were able to take like a free flu shot at our, at our college and um, they gave you the option to look or not look. Up to that <laughs> point, I've never looked and I just felt like a little pinch and like, you know, that was that. Remember back in elementary school when we got them? Yeah, uh, you know, people would cry and everything, and oh you know, man, we I have were a just story there, for you. And like, I don't want to, I don't want to cry, so I'm just gonna get it and like have a straight face on. But when you can look at it in college and see the person, like, in anticipation of it entering your, <laughs> entering your skin, you're just like, ah, oh, shit, Dude, man. <laughs> I have a story for you, and I don't know if you're gonna believe this or not, but you, you made me laugh so hard. Remember when the swine flu, swine flu was happening, right? Um, I do, I do, and. And they came to <laughs> came to our school and they gave us shots. They only had to give us one shot. Okay, one shot on one arm. That's all they needed from us. And they told us, like, if you do this, like, like because you kind of have to, but when you do this, your arm's going to be sore for a couple of days. And I remember, like, when I took the shot, it was sore for, like, two, three days, three days to, like, five days. Because, like, it was hard playing baseball because it was right. the baseball oh, okay. season. And I remember uh, you coming back into the class. And and you're like, yo, why do you have two spots? Like, why do you have one on one on each arm? And your answer was, I wanted to get the shot on both arms so that they are equally in pain. <laughs> I was like, yo, <laughs> what, Francis? What are you talking about? <laughs> do you remember this? I don't remember, dude. I feel like that was something I would have said though. <laughs> I was like, bro, why would you what? just do it to both your arms? It's like all you needed was one arm, but you wanted to like equal it out. But I don't think it made a difference. <laughs> <I don't... laughs> what? 
Yeah, bro, I remember that. That's so funny. Uh, yeah, man, symmetry. <laughs> That's the goal. <laughs> but yeah. um, yeah. So the vaccine and. That's the reason why I want everyone to eventually get it is because I don't believe, I don't think that it can just pass. Like, what was that? SARS. SARS um, did that. Like, they didn't figure out a vaccine for it and it just passed. But I'm pretty sure it, it's come back up a few times already. Um, so I guess, like, my question to you is, like, do you think immunity can be attained naturally without a vaccine? Um. Yeah, some people... Uh well from this this thing I was watching like that went into the history of how organisms don't get sick despite all the shit that's in the air and like you know things on the ground and you touching everything and despite you not getting sick despite all of that you just don't get sick well we've evolved to um well we haven't really evolved I guess it's just eating dirty <laughs> things that's yeah. that's that's what I'm getting at right here like we ate dirty things. We ate fruit that wasn't washed. Um, when we were like, when we were growing up as a as a species, and that's how we gained immunity. Like that's a that's a common way to get immune. But obviously, you don't want to be drinking toilet water and <laughs> eating dirt and stuff like that. So, yeah. Um, you know, okay, in that way, like I do agree, but. I don't know. There's so many conspiracy theories of how like COVID started. Um, some people say it was created in a lab and just accidentally got released. But like, if we ignore all that, if we ignore all the COVID and all that stuff, can immunity be attained naturally? I agree with you. I think like it takes time, but your like humans' immune systems will like build. Um, like like you said, we've the previous generations have gone through a lot of stuff like ate a bunch of dirty stuff, some nasty stuff, but because of all that and the strength of their immune system got passed down to us, then uh, yeah, I don't know. That's just that's my take on it. So I can I agree with you. I I brought up a story about how in grade 11 um I was in an entrepreneurship class. It was just a stupid thing where uh, we were trying to think of like business ideas and I came up with a stupid idea where everybody wants immunity and nobody wants to get sick. So I said, why not have this product called the magic spoon, right? <laughs> and the magic spoon is pretty much a spoon that grants you immunity because what you have to do is it takes dirt from different parts of the world in varying degrees of uh, dirtiness and uh, it starts in the beginner level, some clean dirt. You know, some organisms in there that aren't super helpful to your to your body. And like, you know, you get <laughs> sick pretty fast if you ate this like 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 day after day. But in a little amount, it would be OK. So you put that in your spoon, you'd eat it, you get immune to the viruses in that dirt and uh, <laughs> you work your way up to like some really nasty, <laughs> some nasty stuff that comes from like, you know, the dirty crevices of the world. And eventually you just be immune to it all like you wouldn't even have to worry and that's how the uh the magic spoon happened and how i came up with that you know it was gonna work i think it would there's a well there's, no it's a real thing like there's a story or this research done about whether you dishwash or you wash your dishes by hand like what do you what do you and your family do like do they di- do you, do you use a dishwasher or do they wash at hand uh, we never hand. had a dishwasher 
in our old house but ever since we moved we did have one but my mom doesn't use it for dishwashing she just uses it for drying the dishes but we always like just you know wash it by hand because that's the only way i know how to do it uh <laughs> i don't ever want to touch like a dishwasher because i feel like it'll it'll mess something up and it'll be more pain to try and fix it after i mess it up than just like washing it by hand pretty much so uh yeah, yeah. i actually i felt the same way because um it at my house like back back home we have a dishwasher we just don't use it i don't know if it doesn't work or whatever it is we just don't use it so we just use it to store pots and pans and all that stuff so we don't even dry oh sh we don't even put our stuff to dry in there it just it's kind of like a, a storage place but this this research done between dishwashing and washing dishes by hand the research shows that dishwashers are all they clean all the dishes to 99%, 99%. It's so much better than washing dishes by hand. But washing dishes by hand takes off like 95%, 95 to like 90, 99% in that range. Oh, seriously? Oh. Yeah. But what they found was washing dishes by hand, they, they furthered the study. So they concluded that dishwashing is better. It cleans a lot more. But they continued the study and said that people who wash the dishes by their, with their hands are actually more immune to a lot more things than dishwashing because of that 5%. That 5% is left on the plate is like in a way when you when you make food and put food on that plate and you eat that kind of bacteria, it's creating like more immunity in your system. And it's this is so gross, so gross <laughs> to say this, but it's the same thing. It's there's a there's another it's there's another study. It's kind of relevant to this and how people who eat their boogers, who pick their nose and eat their boogers, have a better immune system than people who don't. That's fucking crazy. Did you know this? There you go. No, I didn't know this. I didn't know this before you brought it up. Like, I thought that that was insane and uh, salty. Oh, my God. Okay, I don't know if salty <laughs> needs to be used here. They are salty. <laughs> I remember... This is totally off topic. Well, kind of off topic. But I remember... I'm not going to say who it was, but I remember someone in class, like, when we were in elementary school... We were, some reason, I don't know how, but everyone, the whole class got into this conversation about um, picking their nose and then eating their boogers. And I remember this one kid. I'm not going to say who it is, but this one kid, um, he was like, yeah, I do it all the time. It tastes salty. I'm like, yo, yo, this guy's serious, huh? <laughs> <laughs> this guy's for real. Everybody's done it, dude. Everybody's, everybody's done it. I have a feeling that that was me anyways. <laughs> no, it wasn't you. I, I, I can promise you that. It wasn't okay. you. No, it wasn't you. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, like, okay, you're not done telling it. me that you never. No, I mean, as a before. as a kid, I have. I mean, like, all right, all right, all right. like you try new things as a kid. <laughs> you know what I mean? Of like you do fucking yes. do whatever. You eat dirt. You can literally eat dirt too. But yes, yeah, no eating. Yeah, I've never even thought about it. Anymore. That's fucking gross. But still, <laughs> I did it. I've done it. Like, <laughs> but yeah. And you're so, more immune for it. I I mean, I guess so. But, <laughs> um, oh yeah, another story. Do you remember the time you ate a grape and there was a spider egg on that? Oh my God. Uh, I remember that. You're bringing up stuff that I've never thought about for a long time. Like, <laughs> I, don't, I don't remember this stuff at all, man. You don't I, remember uh, that? Yeah, I probably just ate it out of, uh, I don't know, out of my need, out of my need for No, because uh, like someone uh, was handing it to you. <laughs> Someone was like, oh, Leo, look at this. And it was a grape. And you're like, oh, cool, a grape. So you just ate it. And like, yo, there was a spider egg on there. <laughs> <laughs> okay. 
probably just tasted like a grape. I don't know. Yeah, probably just tasted like a grape. Uh. Um, but okay, so <laughs> back to the topic. This episode, we're not talking about like COVID and all that stuff. We're talking about immunity of life and what that means. So before we go into a break, just a quick thing. What does it mean for you or to be immune, to be immune to things? Like how, what does that mean for you? Um, probably just to be able to continue on doing regular activities that, uh, that are good mm-hmm. without really, without any like obstruction in the way, mm. such as a sickness maybe. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Or like, uh a blockage of some sort. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I feel like that's immunity. No, I, I, I pretty much agree with that almost hundred percent. Like for me to be immune to something, it's like, like not having to deal with it anymore. Like when you're immune to, let's say a heartbreak, if you're immune to heartbreak, like you don't, you don't have to deal with heartbreaks anymore, but I don't know. We don't like, I don't want to talk about like all that stuff right now, but you know, you you know what I mean? Yeah, right? Philosophical now. Yes, yeah. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I get you, um, I get you. And, like, not, not, like, even heartbreak. Like, I didn't want to get into, you know, like, love and all that stuff. We'll bring it up some other time. It's perfect, but, though. Immunity can be for things that are not just physical. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And, like, that is what we want to talk about in this episode right after this break. What do you think, Francis? That the sponsors say oh, what they have to say? Oh, that's a great idea. Let's do <laughs> okay. it. Okay. We'll be sponsors. back right after this. All right, and we're back from the break. Mm-hmm. So uh, before the break, we were talking about COVID-19. It makes sense that you know COVID-19 and immunity are in the same podcast episode because we all want to be immune to COVID-19. Obviously, we don't want to get sick and die. So immunity is what we need. And we get that through vaccines. We get that through social distancing and just being smart about our movements and and being in the proper circles but i don't want to talk about that any more than that because everybody should know that stuff um but you know immunity doesn't even have to be just a physical thing uh like we were talking about before in the before the break as well uh immunity can be you know mental too and like vitsa was saying about heartbreaks uh immunity from that stuff that's super difficult i don't think anybody can really get over that yeah uh and be immune to that because it's such a you know it's such a human thing and it really uh gets to us like like maybe a virus would at a really deep level um and i guess right now we're just going to try and figure out or just talk about what you can do to kind of kind of alleviate that maybe or be a little bit immune to the viruses that attack I guess your brain or your way of life <laughs> mentally. Yeah. So, I don't know. First, 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 first word on that, Vincent, what do you think? What do you think we should do? <laughs> so what comes to mind, like when you talked about that is, I like what you said when immunity to the mind, like all the stuff that comes to mind. Um, like when, I don't know, it could be all, all kinds of things, like people's opinions and you can become immune to people's opinions. Whereas, what I'm trying to say is you don't, their opinions don't change you or don't affect you. You know, even if it's positive, 
like a positive kind of criticism, then like although it's a good thing, it shouldn't to be. Oh man, I don't know. That's hard to explain, but th- that's what I'm trying to get at. Like immunity to all kinds of things, and just one example is people's opinions. Um, yeah, people's opinions. Yeah. Yeah, like that's a hard thing to become immune at, you know, because it's just it's constantly there. You know, people's opinions of you, and like even for me, it's always it's always in my mind. It's just it's hard to become immune to it, to to a point of it affects you. Yeah, I don't understand how sometimes people just remain unfazed by anything. It's like they're not listening. When you're in it, when you feel like people's opinions are kind of bearing down on you. I feel I feel like there's nothing really you can do because it's how uh it's how you approach kind of the situation and once you're there once you're in the situation where you're already thinking about that stuff it's hard to get out of that kind of cycle. Yeah. So I think I think kind of the uh not well the the cure I guess the cure to this kind of thing or like a small remedy would just be to approach approach things differently and have like a kind of different mindset for the next thing become like the marginal man like we've been talking about before where instead of thinking in the past instead of thinking like uh you know your movements that like you've made already Mm -hmm. in in i guess a social social situation uh you just you just think about the next thing and how to how to approach things differently with your next thing instead of like kind of dwelling on things because that's bad yeah i don't know like I feel like, yeah, so I feel like it's just the approach that's really important. What do you, what do you think? No, I agree. I feel like the approach is, it's really, it's hard to define like what is a good approach. You know what I mean? Like if, to be immune to something, obviously with vaccines, it's like one of the best ways to do it is that's, that's the approach that you can go to be immune to COVID by a vaccine. But when it comes to things like in life or the things in the future that you don't really have control of. Um, how do you, the approach for that is like, like you said, it, it comes to a state of mind. Like you have to, I don't know, be willing to accept the things you can't change and have the courage to change the things you can. Yeah. Yeah. Isn't that a, isn't that a prayer that we learned in school? <laughs> yeah, it is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Search it up. It's called the serendip- serendipity. Is that right? Serendipity I, I think prayer? so. I don't remember, but I love that because serendipity. like, what is that? Um, Oh my! Give me the courage. No, give me the the patience. Oh, it's or sorry. This <laughs> it's not serendipity. It's a serenity prayer. Yeah, prayer of serenity. serenity. So, God grant me the serenity to accept the things I yeah. cannot change, courage to change the things I can. Oh, and the wisdom to know the difference. Yeah, the wisdom to know the difference. So, oh, you know that's like I didn't. We didn't think about this before, but immunity and wisdom. They, they are kind of like, they work together really well because like, you know, to become immune to something, you need to go through things in order to become immune to it. You know what I mean? Yeah, I think so. It's like, it's like that, uh, the spoon, the magic spoon. You have to, it's kind of sounds stupid, but like you have to eat all that dirt in order to become immune. <laughs> that was the idea. Yes. That was the idea. <laughs> But to become immune, you have to eat shit first. And Francis, you sent me a video. Yeah, I watched this. Um, uh, so this movie called Layer Cake. Daniel Craig, James Bond, he was in it, and it was about like 
some uh some drugs and like that that whole that whole game and uh yeah but there was this there was this boss who uh who was part of it for a long time and he said some Dumbledore. words yeah Dumbledore and he said some words that really got to me and in the planning phase, I was like, oh, yeah, this would be perfect for this kind of conversation. And it, so, it is perfect. Like, yes. So the quote is, it's in the scene of the movie. And it's Dumbledore. I don't remember the actor's name, but I think it's Dumbledore. It looks like him. But he's talking to Daniel Craig, right? That's his name, Daniel Craig. And he says, you're born. You're born. You take shit. You get out in the world. You take more shit. You climb a little higher. You take less shit. Till one day you're up in the, till one day you're up in the rare, rarefied atmosphere, and you've forgotten what shit even looks like, and that's the layer cake. So he says, "Welcome to the layer cake, son." And this it works so well with what we're talking about today because to become immune to something, you have to eat shit, like literally. Okay, <laughs> not literally, but like you have yeah. to eat shit. You know what I mean? So okay, Francis, yeah. what are your thoughts on that? Taking the shit. I don't know. I characterize that like shit. It's just bad, right? I characterize that as every bad thing that's ever happened to me. And mm. I'll be honest, like, like the bad things that have happened to me haven't even happened because of clear, you know, forces. Like people, they just happen because I'm thinking. I'm thinking too much, and like, and I just get this feeling that's not pleasant, to the point where it's really not pleasant. And that's like the shit that I take, and that's the shit that like. You know, that's that's the shit that I don't know, like really, really connects connects with me. And um in order to, you know, be up in the clouds as as Dumbledore says, <laughs> I guess I just have to be part of that and just really really sit with that and like accept that and and be a part of it. And realize that, you know, with time I'll understand why I'm feeling this way and uh, and try and remedy it as best as I can as time goes on. But I feel like this hits it on the head. Like everybody goes through this. Everybody has to eat shit and everybody has to find their way out of it. And with time, hopefully that happens. But it happens with steps and it happens with action and luck and luck. Sometimes you have to get lucky. Um, what we talked about at first in the beginning of this or after the break or like a little bit after the break, you said, the idea of like the approach, what is the right approach? And what you just said just now is you've, you've attached shit, like taking shit as a bad thing. So like now what I'm thinking, and I want your thought on this, maybe the approach that we should be going into, you know, life and like all the stuff that's happening, maybe the shit that we're taking isn't bad at all. I feel like that's the approach I'm coming towards or like concluding with what approach is good is just because it's shit doesn't mean it's bad. Like, obviously, there's bad shit that happens. But even those bad shits, like, it's still a, a step. And I feel like we've talked about this before. But um, I don't know. What you said was, like, shit equals bad. But, like, now I'm thinking about it. Maybe it's not. Like, you know, in the in the layer or the, what is this, the layer cake, he says that you do all these things, you take a lot of shit of life, and eventually you get to the top. But I think, like, what I'm trying to get at is maybe shit's not a bad thing. It's just another step that you have to take to become immune. You know, what okay, What are your thoughts on that? I don't know. That's a weird thought because you'd have to be so removed from it. 
to the extent that you don't even see it as a thing anymore because as a thing obviously shit is I, f- I feel like we can agree maybe i don't know how you worded it kind of confused me but i think okay. we can agree that shit like as a as an idea i think it's a i think well i don't know like how you said shit it, itself is it was, bad yeah shit yeah. itself is bad yeah so it's yeah, like yeah. it's like a it's like a bad thing but but i guess being removed from it being removed from the from it and and ah oh man i don't know it's weird you gotta explain that to me more because i feel like when things have a definition and they're just i don't know bad i can see i can see it like it's like it turns into a good thing because it's there as a as a stepping stone mm. and you get to the good place you get to the clouds after you go through a lot of it so that definitely does make sense but yeah um yeah okay so bad i think um shit itself is bad like yeah i agree i agree with that but like i don't know i think it's the way i probably the way i worded it but the way i'm thinking it's it's like the magic spoon right you're taking in this shit so that your future is better so that your immune system is better so in a way what i'm trying to get at is you take the shit of life um and that itself is bad like like the spoon like that stuff on the spoon is bad for you but in the end it's a good thing because then your immune system is stronger and in this case like taking the shit of life you are stronger because of it i don't know does that kind of explain that's kind of like what i was trying to get towards that was like my kind of explanation yeah okay okay well then yeah i feel like that there'd have to be like this kind of thought process where shit is like an intermediary but it it in itself is a bad thing you kind of have to remember that and like internalize that and so that it could be accepted but ah yeah remember you have to remember that there's the spoon because <laughs> because uh because if you get a box of dirt it's like okay who wants this box of dirt but the spoon makes it so you realize it's there for a reason you gotta eat it and you gotta be like you gotta be you got yeah you gotta eat it and then you're immune from it afterwards but the spoon makes it like makes you realize that it's there for a reason it's not just a box of dirt i don't know i feel like that's my biggest beef with like the fact that shit is out there it just hurts and sometimes i don't know people can't get over it the i think the hardest part about that is not the fact that the shit itself is hurt like it does hurt i think some people just lose focus or maybe not lose focus but like lose the bigger picture you know like maybe the shit that you're taking in right now is just going to mold you to the character like a better character and that's the that's a really big picture to be zoom out of because like right now you're feeling like i'm in the worst place in my life like i don't want to keep doing this anymore but yeah i don't know i think it's a lose it's a loss of focus for the bigger picture but that being said like that's yeah, so hard to keep up for the, your whole life you know yeah but it's like it's the fact that you kind of reconcile the fact that it's uh it's now that matters the most and it's like you just have to calm down and be okay with living right now and like just forgetting or not forgetting but just just saying that okay it's there yeah, but I don't know. It's 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 you can't really say that. Like, yeah, there is there is there is a reason for it, obviously. 
and that's what hope is it's just like saying you're your 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 turd is there but then but then past it there's going to be something better eventually mm. um is, uh, comforting there's another thing like and, and i like that you used hope because what we've been talking about or what we've kind of brought it in as is people's opinions and like how do you become immune to that but like that's kind of hard to you know have a conversation around to like make an approach to that so like hope um when you fail at something maybe a test or maybe a business proposition or like a business idea and you fail at it let's like call that taking shit taking shit also means failure in this in this sense and you do something and when you fail at it you know what to do next though like your mind becomes immune to that kind of failure. And even if you keep failing over and over again and you keep taking that shit in, it's like the layer cake says, like you're going to keep taking a lot of shit, but eventually you learn from all of that and you just become at the point where it's kind of like a distant memory or like it's, it's still, it's in your past and you've learned from that and now you're in a place where you're immune to doing those failures again. And obviously there'll be like new failures that come up, but those past failures, you've become immune to them because you know what to do next time it happens. Right? Yeah. I love that. Yeah. I like the fact that you say that it's it, that you like narrowed it down to something specific, like a test because it, in life, sometimes it gets to the point where you think that everything is terrible and everything is bad, but it's never, it's never that it's never like everything is bad Yeah. because you have a life and you're living and there's obviously going to be, a bad thing that's there but there's always going to be good things but narrowing it down to like that one bad thing that really messed it all up can really put things into perspective where you realize that it's like it's not like everything is terrible there's just this one thing that i have to kind of that to kind of internalize and really realize that it's okay that this one thing is bad because everything else has the potential of being good it's like a job where in every day you have like a different thing that you have to do a different task and for a little bit that task will be on your plate and you have to do it and then after you're done it's like okay and it's over and it's bad but it, it's it's gone it's like it's like the thing where uh immunity happens because after you do this thing it's like immunity comes to you like you said after a test or an assignment you know what you know what you did and for next time you're immune to it because you know what to do for next time. And so I guess, I guess what I'm trying to say is like everything is specific. And I guess the fact that you can point to exactly what it is usually that you feel like you have to be immune to, uh, it gives you like the first step because you know what it is. The way I under kind of understood that now you can disagree with me, but the way I understood all of that was there's different kinds of shit being thrown at you in life. And there's sometimes there's something that you can't ignore. For example, you know, other people's opinion of you, you can simply in a way you can't ignore that, although it's going to be hard, but you can't ignore it because you can't change their opinions. I mean, you can work on yourself so that you don't have to listen to that or you can ignore it, but ultimately you can't change their opinions. But in certain situations, in certain types, that that's the kind of shit that you can just ignore. But there's other kinds that you that are good, are really good because it's actionable. You know, maybe an example is a test or a, a failing business. 
the next time is actionable. You know what how to study better. You know uh, what you can do for the first step of creating business because you learned that the first step you did last time was wrong. You know, those are actionable things that that you learn from coming out of the shit taking that just happened. You know, or like even in boxing or UFC, you know, you got your shit beat out of you. But for the next time, most some fighters come out stronger because they know what they did wrong and they it was they were able to take action on the things that did wrong. So that's kind of like how I interpreted what you just said. I don't know if like that was at all close. But Yeah, no, yeah. no, that was right. I like Yeah. That was good. I was going for like saying that there's a specific thing that causes the shit and that you can yeah, and that you can like attack it, I guess. And yeah, that's true. Like it's actionable. There you go. You can attack it. You can do whatever you need to do to uh be immune to it for next time. And like another thing about you know, taking this immunity and it's kind of we kind of touched on it in the layer cake is the reward. The reward in the layer cake, as he says, is you get to the point where you don't you've forgotten what shit even looks like. Um, now, I don't know. I kind of disagree with that end there where you've forgotten what shit looks like, because I think it's important to remember. And I've used distant memory in, in this episode because like it's not a forgotten memory. I don't think it's a good thing. That's a forgotten memory. Because like, what if it comes up again? But I think it's a distant memory. And like, the reason why I used, I said the word reward, is because at that point, the reward is you don't have to go through all of that again. You know, you've you've done all that stuff, or in that segment, or however, that area where you took a lot of shit. The reward is you don't have to take shit from that place anymore. And, you know, you can move on to other things because that was the reward you won. You know, you won in your own. However way it looks for you, you won. So yeah, that's what I think reward is and immunity. When you wake up um, in the morning, you can say that whatever happens today like, is going to be better tomorrow because I'm going to be immune to a new thing ah. after the day is done. Yeah, that's how I interpreted what you said, which is like, mm. which yeah, yeah, that, that's why it's like, it's. I like that, like you won... You win every day without yeah. even knowing it because you're immune to a new thing. <laughs> no, I agree with that. That's the thing. Yeah. Like, So many ways you can define reward, but ultimately the what I'm getting at is um, the reward in here is being immune to something like, or like maybe it's the day-to-day life. The reward is, you know, the next day, like you've, become immune to the failures of the day before because you've learned from them even if you don't realize it you know you've learned something i love it shall we take a break let the sponsors say what they have to say let's do it okay we'll be back right after this okay and we are back so we last talked about rewards and how like immunity is kind of like a reward of life or i mean that's kind of like what i'm trying to get at here um, but yeah, so I wouldn't say I've, I mean, from day to day life, I've learned from things from one day to another and I've acted on those kind of things. And like, that's a good reward, you know, when, when like you can sleep on something, sleep in an, sleep on an idea or like something that happened that day. And even though it doesn't feel like a reward at that time, for me, at least it feels like I've accomplished something mm-hmm. because the next day I can do something about it. Yeah, I feel like that's that's a really good 
way to end off any day like just to just to be able to say that there's something that you still got to work on and that there's still like a there's a goal at the end of it or there's a goal for tomorrow and uh that that you've gotten there or sorry you've gotten like a little bit further along in that in that journey towards the goal today that's like that's really powerful like it's uh it's kind of saying that you have this this progression through life yeah and that's that's something nice that's something uh it's something that we can all do too like we've pointed it out but most of the time we go throughout the whole day learning more about ourselves learning more more about the people around us and you know the the i don't know it's just you don't really realize it but we've pointed it out and it's just a good thing when you come back to your bed or wherever you sleep on or whatever you sleep on sorry and you've learned more about the world and you know you can act on it tomorrow i feel like that's something that we can all you know take away from this at least that's the biggest thing i'm taking away from this that being said though there are a lot of losers in the world you know a lot of shit takers um that yeah. just that don't I think the way we've defined it is like they don't accept things or they don't want to take action on things that they can take action on. And they just let it slip by and just take a bunch of shit without doing doing anything about it. Like, do you think that's a good way to live? <laughs> like, what are your thoughts on that? I'm sure we have the same answer, but like, I want to hear your take on that. Yeah, no, it's it's definitely not. I mean, I can, I can say that at times in my life, I've definitely been like a shit taker. Because I don't know, it's like, yeah, yeah, just thinking about it now, like, definitely there have been times where I, sh- I should have just, like, gone up and just, like, done whatever I had to do, but there was no motivation there. I don't know, something happened. But but I can say that um, doing something and sticking with it and just doing it again and again, however you come to that point, uh, that is that is good. Mm-hmm. Just like having something that you can say you've progressed to us to a better to a better standing or to a better like level at is a is a really good thing to have that makes you not a loser because you're winning in your own kind of way exactly and like I don't know in my life like I was just talking to you about this before but like there are games uh, there are games that we play obviously like their computer games today i just found like something on my on my phone that i was just like tapping away at and it was kind of i don't know interesting to interesting to see how i didn't understand it and then i understood it and that made me feel good (laughs) so i don't know there's as a as an idea as a concept you can think of you can think of anything you do as a game and that in games there are winners and there are losers in the strictest like in the strictest sense where you know you're doing better uh if if you're if you're doing what the game defines as uh as like as good and you're winning at it then you're a winner you know the fact that there are those things and that there's simple like there's simple things that you can do to start playing and to get better at them and to just keep going at it uh is a nice thing because life is like that Simply just like doing something again and again is is kind of nice. It's kind of a good way to make sure you're winning a little bit. Yeah, winning a little bit, and it's like it's the little wins, you know. Because there's what I was trying to get at, like our sh- our losers, our shit takers. Um, they don't 
they don't care about the little wins, you know? Even even something that you can do so simple, it's just a simple action. They just choose not to do it because they'd rather just they'd rather not. They'd rather not improve or you know, create a better self. Um and like my take on that is you know, like what you said, like it's those little wins, even those little wins they're just, that makes you a winner. You know, it, it doesn't mean it has to be a big step for you to become a whole big shot. It doesn't matter about that. It's more of like, it's the little wins that really matter because in the end it's one plus one will still equal two. You know what I mean? It doesn't have to be zero plus two. It, it's one step at a time is still winning. Oh, <laughs> I like that. I just got that. Your math thing. Ooh, that's very <laughs> yeah. interesting. Um, but so what I'm, my question now is, do you think these losers or shit takers are born or are they made? Yeah, I was, I was talking about this with a, with another friend. Like it's a whole question of nature versus nurture. I don't know. I've always thought that they all had their, they both have their own kind of uh, pros and cons, I guess the nature side of it where, uh, shit takers are born that whole idea kind of kind of is good but if you flip it on its head saying that winners are born they're actually uh-huh. we're actually made to succeed and we have all the backings of uh years like, and years i don't want to interrupt but like i feel like that's there's a problem with that you know what i mean interesting okay okay so you have a okay so keep going continue continue so so then so then yeah there's that there's that okay there's that good side of it if you if you want to if you want to kind of use the uh the born uh the principle of it and then there's the made side where you think of nurture and you think of how the environment shapes who who people are i feel like that's more that's more realistic especially in our in our world today like how we're so connected to everything and how the environment really does shape who we are and can change who we are very easily just by the nature of how powerful a whole a whole a whole world of say technology or like culture or where you were where you were put in school or who your friends are everything like can kind of coalesce to make this individual who's either like i guess uh a winner or a shit taker and and i guess that also has a pro of saying that because it's because it's based on the environment and since your environment or how you kind of uh kind of affect your environment as a person like changes then you as a person can change as well from being, I guess, a shit taker to somebody yep. who's not a shit taker. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I guess I'll say my view on this, and I I'll go straight straight to it. I think losers are made. They're not born. I think they're made. I I was thinking about this throughout the week, and you know, I told I didn't like the idea of losers are born. I just didn't know how to think of like I didn't know a way to describe why I thought there was something wrong with that. And then you said, if you flip it on its head, are the winners born? Then I think that kind of answered it because I, I don't think, well, I don't think you can just become, you can be born a winner. You know, you, there's 
like we said throughout this episode, you have to take a lot of shit in order to be in that rarefied atmosphere where you don't have to take shit anymore. And, you know, you're in a rewarding, you're rewarded for the shit taking you've done, like had taken on you and, yeah. or thrown at you. I mean, and so, yeah, I, I don't think losers are born. I think they're made. Like you said, the environment, you know, it, it shapes who you are. And so I think the problem is, you know, people like, some people like being in that kind of environment where they can blame things on like who they are. Uh, and oh, fuck, I don't want to get, I don't want to get political or anything. I've said this so many times. I said, I don't want to get political, but I feel like it, I, it just has to come out at this point is I don't like this gender. I'm not sorry, not gender, um, identity, identity kind of politics where if you are it, because of who you are, the world's going to see you as that thing. And like, I don't really want to get into it, but I feel like that's kind of like the same idea of our losers born and it's i i was i it's like i can't do this because i was born this way or whatever when in reality i think it's i can't do this because i choose not to do it and i want to be you know in that victimized kind of area you know i just choose not to do it but so that's how like losers are made in my opinion but you don't you i don't think you can be born from it i don't think you can become you don't you can't be you can't be born a loser, you know, just the same way you can't be born a winner. Yeah. Said my piece. I don't know. Like, what do you agree or disagree with like what I just fucking said? A lot of people oh, will disagree with me, but yeah. Oh man. I, I love the fact that it's like very non, uh, I guess non-targeting. It, it treats hu- humanity like, like we're all the same. Exactly. You, 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 uh, you get born and then and then whatever happens is is really just based on what what you go ahead and make it to be mm-hmm. i understand that people can say like you know it's just just chemicals actually just t- telling telling uh people what to do and uh you know they find things to treat like organize the chemicals in a in a more perfect way so that they go about their lives in a more perfect manner but um when it comes down to it i think people just they go out there and they uh and i think our ultimate goal is to just make sure that everybody is okay (laughs) and we're all just yeah we're all just like making the best out of what we have and if you say that you were born to just uh, to to be in the situation that you are if it's bad then i can't say anything to that and that's <laughs> yeah. not a bad thing it's just that like there's no there's no real there's no real truth to saying that it's like it's, that that's true or not it's like it's just it's just if it happens if it happens that somehow you calm and 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 just start going up going again and using the energy from the food that you eat or the <laughs> uh, and the knowledge that you have to do something, and and it turns out to be good. I feel like that's that's awesome. That was a really long winded way of saying that. I, I don't know. <laughs> I, I just don't. I just don't even know, dude. <laughs> but yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I, I don't know. I feel like we can. There's so much to go into. Like what 
the both of us just said. I feel like it's best if we just you know <laughs> leave it at that. Um, yeah, I don't really, I don't really have anything else to add to that. I feel like we kind of I said my piece. You added on to it. I don't really have anything to add on to that. I do like that it got so abstract right at the end there. Uh, and I just want to go back to that word like immunity. And like you asked at the very beginning what the definition of it is. Do you have a, ch- did you change like what your definition of immunity is? Um, I think I did when like we started talking about reward. Okay. That, that for me, that and um, what you said, the small wins. That, that for me was more of a bigger change. Cause like when I was thinking immunity, I was thinking like bigger things, you know, um, you know, maybe a business that you just keep failing at and failing at, but it's the little wins from day to day wins where you become more immune. Like every single day you take shit, you don't even realize it. It's like taking another spoon of that magic spoon or whatever it's called. But you know, you're, you're building immunity and eventually you will be immune, but you're still building it. So, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Just just by the sheer difficulty of like the conversations that we've been having about it, I feel like immunity is just like this really, really, you know, weird kind of concept where it's so absolute. As in, if you're perfectly immune, nothing can really touch you, and you're just like there, and you're like a brick. But, <laughs> but that's I don't know. That's not that's not that's not indicative of what we are. We're always changing, and you know, it's. Uh-huh. it's not really it's not really a question of immunity at that point it's like it's a question of how you can change the best way that you can and i feel oh. like that's that's an easier question to kind of answer oh and how my i think God. that yeah i don't know like this no this dude. has got me onto the another that, another plane that was <laughs> hot because maybe maybe okay stick with me here maybe this immunity doesn't exist it doesn't exist because if you think about it in our own bodies we're not completely immune to anything because eventually there will be something new that happens that you have to rebuild or i mean become more immune so maybe absolute immunity doesn't exist maybe from every single day and everything that happens we're still we're continually continuously building immunity but we're never like completely immune we can be at the peak of our immunity but we're not completely immune you know yeah see and that's why i like that better it's like it's taking it away from the absolute and it's saying that it's saying that there's there's a there's a day-to-day change that has to occur in order for you to try to achieve immunity but immunity as a concept is just like it's kind of like the concept of infinity like you can never reach it but you can do your best to get there. Yeah, you and can I get guess closer that's like, to it. That's the whole point. Yeah. Oh my God! <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> Whoa! Dude, that's crazy. That oh, yo, immunity doesn't exist, but you can <laughs> you can exist, fight bro. as hard as you can to become more and more immune every single day, but you'll never reach immunity. But you can become the most immune you've ever been in your whole life, and yet the next day when you wake up, you have to build it up. You have to yeah. Keep oh my god. There's still a oh. There's more work to be done is what we're saying here. Yeah. You're never finished. <laughs> life life will always throw shit at you and it will never finish. Hello. There we go. Yeah. Oh my god. So in that sense, I think that's kind of what I disagreed on with the layer cake. 
where it yeah. says till one I was day. I going to say, layer cake is a lie. <laughs> yeah. It yeah. is till one day you're up in the rarefied atmosphere and you've never, and you've forgotten what shit even looks like. Holy and shit. We'll never make it there, man. Bro, I think that was the whole point of the movie. Oh. <laughs> I think that was the whole point of the movie. To oh, it's of- got to be. If you watch it, you'll know what I'm talking about, though. It's like, that's the whole point of the movie. All right, all right. I've said too much. But, God like, damn. the thing you is, like, there's so many movies like that where they they tell you that it's one thing, but throughout the movie, it's not, it never reaches that one thing. And I've never seen this Layer Cake movie, but what it sounds like, and don't tell me what happens, but when he says this, you know, one day you're in a rarefied atmosphere, maybe that never happens. I've never seen it, but I'm just going to take a guess here. Maybe that never actually happens for the main character. Um, it, I mean, it could definitely be, maybe it does happen, and you can speak on this, but what, from what I understand and from like your reaction to it earlier, maybe like what the movie's telling you, you'll never get there. You'll just keep taking shit for the rest of your life, yeah, but you'll never make it to the rarefied atmosphere because it's so, you know, it's too perfect, too perfect to be up there. So, <laughs> we talked about a lot of things today. I'll, 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 I'll be the first to admit it was very rough because this was like uh, an episode back from being on break for a long time. And, uh, and I don't know, at least I felt like I could say a lot of the things. Or, or it didn't roll off the tongue is what I'm trying to say. It didn't roll off the tongue. But, but, yes, we did talk about a lot of things today. We came to the conclusion that our original question of how to become immune and the the whole idea of immunity was like it was flawed something it was flawed yeah you can't really reach it it's like how do you get there it's kind of like a it's kind of like a it's perfection it is infinity and we are but uh low numbers ever so the best we can do is just try and always do our best to reach that immune status and that's good that's good gives us a goal gives us a reason what i wanted to say like last the reason why i said perfection is because what i started thinking about is you know immunity reminds me a lot of perfection like when when you're immune to everything you're basically perfect but you know as we've been told growing up no one's perfect nobody and you know, all you can do is be the best you can and that's is that's all you really need to do like that's your what i feel like is one of human humanity's purpose is to be the best they can possibly be and um yeah i think that's what I like we that. basically I like touched that. on this episode yes preach so thank you guys so much for listening and chilling with us on late night chill vibes i'm your host vincent and i'm your host francis and thank you for sticking sticking around. And um, hope you guys have a great 2021. <laughs> we'll see you guys next week. Adios. <laughs>